0: Yes, this is Free Talk Live, the live Monday night edition. Our toll-free number here, of course, is 855-450-3733, 855-450-FREE, like freedom. And uh, I keep saying that, well, at least beginning March 13th, that we had entered a dystopian spring. And seeing as how it's now... June 1st, and at first we were all told that the lockdowns or quarantines or whatever these uh, politicians, these uh, tyrants have been calling them, uh, they only asked for two weeks. Well, it seems like a little more than two weeks, right? Mid-March to the 1st of June. So welcome to the dystopian summer, everybody. Courtesy. Yo, happy day. Courtesy of your friendly neighborhood tyrants known as presidents and governors and assorted other politicians, city leaders, mayors, etc., cetera, and so on. And then combine that now. So Dystopian Spring was basically all about the lockdowns and all this new terminology we've had to learn. Uh, the new normal, right, is one of them. I really hate that one myself. Uh, social distancing. Which, like military intelligence, is an oxymoron. You, you, the last thing you're going to do when you're being social is be distant. Uh, generally speaking, social means, hey, get together. You know, let's be social. Let's have a party. Let's get together. Let's go to the bar. Let's dance or whatever. I got to witness today driving by a place that is a dance school for, for children uh somebody doing social distance dance classes
1: <laughs> What?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh somewhere, wow. you know, nearabouts uh in my neighborhood uh is a uh, a dance studio of sorts and they teach, you know, kids <laughs> dancing and you know it's not unusual for them to hold a class outside in the summertime when it's nice out that kind of a thing. Uh, but this was significantly different. Each of the students was you know, spaced a good six feet away from each other. And the instructor also, you know, sort of in the front and definitely more than six feet away from the students and had to literally like bark orders instead of like walking up to the student and like showing them how to like hold themselves or put themselves in the right position or stand appropriately. <laughs> she had to bark the orders out to and attempt to demonstrate. It was a no, ri- like this. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was a ridiculous <laughs> display. It would be like, Like a coach teaching uh, a kid baseball and just having to describe how to properly spread your legs in front of the plate and hold the bat instead of, like, coming up behind him and, like, kind of tugging at your shoulders and maybe, you know, pushing down on your leg or whatever to get you in the right position to make that swing. Mm. You know, it was just this, like, super descriptive order barking kind of thing. And I was just like, what has the world come to? And I decided that well, so crazy. We've we've left the dystopian spring, and now we've entered dystopian summer. And on top of all of that crap, enter some you know nice riots that we've got going on apparently all across the nation. All the big cities are having them. I I had some indications. The riots
1: seem to be the best things going on. <sighs> well,
0: <laughs> I guess
1: it depends on your strange is that definition
0: sound? of best. Uh, I had some indications from some of my Seattle folks that uh, one of the, we'll say, less wealthy areas of the area north of Seattle, known as Everett, Washington, it's a whole separate city. uh, But they were gearing up for the protests tonight uh, by boarding up businesses Mm -hmm. in advance of the protests. People were talking about, oh, yeah, I went over to, I was over at Target. Oh, yeah, I actually helped these guys, you know, put the boards up over their windows and that kind of thing. So, uh, being one of the less wealthy areas you know in in that area of the country or that state anyway um, i expect to see the same thing we've been seeing as far as the riots are concerned you know uh, yeah and they, they've been a lot of cities it'll start out peacefully and then it'll turn violent and we'll see things burning and i mean i i hope it doesn't come to that i i prefer to see the protests not escalate into that kind of thing. I saw some video recently of a guy getting beat down Although by an angry mob.
1: You're you're oh, you're man. talking as if the as if the protests I I don't really see it as this is something that's starting out peaceful and then escalating into violence. Really? The violence starts with the police. Okay, and that the protests are in response to this. So mm-hmm. these things are starting out violent with violent attacks on citizens by bureaucratic thugs.
0: Yep, that's oh, true. Okay. so far.
1: And, and it's taking the citizens a little while to match up with their brutality mm-hmm. but the brutality is there at the beginning and in the end That's right? and it does That's and true. the source of the brutality is not the citizens it's the government but what C- you also correct. have
2: is it turns out there's a good chance that it's also the government gangsters who are starting some of the more destructive Uh, There's an interesting video that we talked about over the weekend where uh, one of the guys, the guy who broke the windows at the auto zones several days ago now Mm -hmm. uh, in Minneapolis when this was all getting started, uh, there's a good chance that guy is a cop. Mm -hmm. In fact, there was not only the the video of him doing it where the other protesters were confronting him over it and you know shaming him for it and he comes up and tries to intimidate them later somebody matched up some photographs of a St. Paul Minnesota, or St. Paul Minnesota police officer yep. with this guy's uh, freeze frames from the video showing his eyes and then his ex-girlfriend jumped in and said yeah, that's him. Yep. I mean, I recognize how he walks, how he carries himself. I mean, that's that's definitely mm-hmm. my ex-boyfriend. Yep. Uh, the St. Paul Police Department put out a series of tweets saying, No, it's not true. He's not. It's not yeah. our
0: guy. They released an official <laughs> statement, as a matter of fact. yeah. Wow. Uh, but the violence know. that I'm talking about. Who do you about, believe?
2: The St. Paul Police Department or his ex-girlfriend and all the people on the Internet who did the sleuth thing to figure it out? Oh, I'm convinced mm-hmm. that that yeah. guy was
0: a cop, and agent yeah. provocateur. But oh, the violence yeah. that I'm talking Paul- about, nobody, is the violence against the innocents. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm talking about people who get caught up, you know, and get beat because you know they just happen to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. They're taking part in these protests, and that's
2: happening by the police too, where they arrest. I'm not saying c- it's CNN not people. I'm, I'm just saying shooting at what?
0: Yeah, they they are shooting at people. In mm-hmm. fact, uh, one of the articles I brought in today literally says that the National Guard is being rolled out in lieu of the military being rolled out. The military has been authorized to roll out mm-hmm. to. The streets of the United States, the actual military. Yeah, as you Mm -hmm, would expect them to do. Uh, And so in lieu of that, they're rolling out National Guard who are carrying live ammo, Mm -hmm. live clips. They've been authorized to carry live ammo. Now, we've already heard... That should work
1: out as well as Kent State did. Yeah, we've already Mm
0: -hmm. heard about uh, in one place, I don't remember the exact specific area, but in one place, there were a bunch of riot police, you know, making their way down a street towards a protest. Uh, Somebody heard a shot... And they decided to fire back, killing several people. Oh, my. Uh, or at least hitting them with bullets who were otherwise unarmed. Mm-hmm. So that has already happened. Where did that happen? I'm trying to remember where it's, I, I didn't put it down. Because
2: there was video of, I think, guardsmen or police. It might have been police. Yeah.
0: Um, it's hard to tell the difference, right?
2: Right. Uh, but the uh, the police marching through some residential street. I believe it was Minneapolis,
0: but I, I've oh, got the yeah. link to that. And where they, they start... fire at the people in yeah. the house because they're standing on their porch. They're yeah. like, Get inside. They're shooting like pepper balls or something like right. that. Right. They're shooting uh, uh, the uh, comes... rubber bullets. Is what they're one shooting. or the other. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, and that's what they did here in Keene back in 2014 when they had the uh, the pumpkin fest riots that mm. happened here. The police mm. were armed up with essentially what. What are basically paintball guns? They have paintball guns, and the paintballs inside them have, uh, you know, p- pepper, yeah. pepper spray, essentially. Mm-hmm. So uh, makes makes things very uncomfortable for the people that uh, that are hit with
0: them. They've already flown a Predator drone over Minneapolis, a military Predator drone mm-hmm. over Minneapolis. To Probably monitor. still flying over. I yeah. I would imagine yeah. they're flying over all the major metropolitan areas, and that. Is uh, scary, is not even the right word. It's disturbing on a whole different level mm-hmm. to me as a person, right? I, I, I'm not really like frightened of it. I mean, I'm going to die when I'm going to die, whatever. That's fine. I've lived a very adventurous life. I'm surprised I'm still alive at this point. Right, so people are. Like, oh my gosh, you know, you're you're either brave or stupid, and there's a fine line. <laughs> right, there's a fine line. You know, which one? Eh, right. it's kind of Depends. up for debate. You know, you be you, ask. you be it's the, a subjective the distinction. Yeah, you, you can make your own judgments of me. You know, that's what people do. Uh, you go ahead and do that. I am satisfied with the amount of risks that I've taken and the quality of life that has resulted for me. Me too. Uh, I am satisfied with all of that. There's so. more
2: coming up here. If you want to jump in on the latest on the riots, uh, whatever's been going on. Honestly, I I haven't been paying attention today. So if something has developed today, I know. That there's been a lot of burnings of police cars, uh, lots of troops and violence in the streets. And where is this all going to go? Is this the beginning of the end for the United States? I sure hope so. Uh, More coming up here in moments. You can share your thoughts with us, plus the terrible news out of the Supreme Court.
0: Yes, come on and give us a call at 855-450-FREE. That's 855-450-3733. That is the toll-free number that gets you on the air talking to us and uh, somewhere close to 200 radio stations, depending on the day and wherever we're broadcasting, but also live on the Internet and globally via satellites. So 855-450-FREE, like freedom. With you in the studio tonight It's myself, the captain.
1: It's Ian. And nobody.
0: And we were talking a bit about how the dystopian spring has spilled over into the dystopian summer now. It used to be uh, everybody was saying, oh, it's only two weeks. It's only two weeks. You can be locked down for two weeks. And all across the land, all of the politicians are kicking that can down the road. As they love to do with these temporary government programs that well, seem to... I don't know, going.
2: I just saw the news that the tyrant in Michigan, Whitmer, who has engendered a myriad of, of protests, and, yeah. and rightfully so, angry people who want to reopen their business and you know get back to normal... Uh, there were the the barber protests that we talked about oh, like yeah. a week or so ago, where a dozen, like a dozen barbers showed up at the state capitol there and uh, you know cut people's hair illegally. Uh, got, seven of them got cited for that in that particular case. There were the the people that showed up with guns at the state house. Mm-hmm. Uh, they made. Big headlines all over the country, and now uh, news came out that Whitmer is signing a reopen order or whatever, whatever it's called, that uh, essentially undoes a lot of uh, the you know the restrictions. So now you can ha- you can go eat inside a restaurant in the state of Michigan, according to the uh, the Queen there. But with King or without sununu, new
0: rules, Kings
2: there's probably going to be rules would be my guess. But King sununu here in New Hampshire, he's not even allowing you to sit inside a restaurant at this point. So actually, Sununu mm. is even worse. Uh, Than this Whitmer character. That's well, it sounds sad.
1: like we need to follow in the footsteps of the Michigan protesters. We need to go up there with guns and break down the door of the state house and whatever else <laughs> they did until we get our liberty back. I mean, it does
0: seem.
2: <sighs> well, you're going to be there on Wednesday.
0: It's true. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. Big news for you. You're filing for your. Uh, I, what do you call it? Uh
1: race he's going to run for governor
0: right right you're finding the paperwork but is there a name for the paperwork you have to fill out or something the forms
1: i think it's just called paperwork it's just called paperwork just (laughs) regular ass paperwork that's That's what i call it uh, i say get over here paperwork (laughs) well and it's going to be
2: kind of interesting because usually the way it works here in new hampshire is Mm -hmm. there's this little tiny office the Secretary of State's office. It's on the second floor at the at the State House building, and you go up there, and they've got like a I don't know if it's a podium, but something you stand behind, and you can speak, and like usually the media is there, so right. uh, you know you can sort of address whichever media is in the room at the time, because it's the first day where people file for office, so there's usually some people that that are there. And uh, now that's probably not going to happen at all because of the whole COVID thing. All these government offices oh. are saying that they are closed to the public. So before, where the government people used to make it look like they were trying to serve you at least to some extent by having office hours and a place that you could go, now you don't get that. Now it's yes. not a public office. How in the, horrifying
0: in the... is it to know that the people who call themselves the state now... Exclusively operate behind closed doors. Yeah, that's what it's yeah. turned into. That is horrific. I mean, not that the state well, they isn't always horrific already. They
1: always operated exclusively for their own benefit. Sure, right. And and that's that's the first thing you you got to be aware of. They're just they had a hard time hiding it. And so now they're shutting shutting everything down to the public so you can't see that they're scamming you. Right. But it makes it that much more apparent that they're scamming you.
0: That
2: is. Yeah. And also, remember, you can use – when you hear the term public used by government, substitute the word government or right. state. And then you start to really understand what they're talking about. Right. So are they concerned about public health? Meaning do they care about no. you? No. Or are they concerned with the health of the state? And in this case, the state needs secrecy. The state, this is the perfect excuse. The whole COVID-19 mm-hmm. is the perfect excuse for the state to become even more secretive uh, than it has ever been, even less accessible than it has ever Ooh. been before. And so Wednesday morning, when nobody shows up at the state house, t- they told you what? Knock on the door or call their office or something like that? It yeah,
1: and, and they'll tell us what to do then
2: yeah, so yeah. you he won't be able The door isn't just so they be probably don't
0: even have a plan up until that
1: point uh (laughs) they may well have a plan
0: they're They're not not going to let me in on it yeah
2: well what happens if we've got a group of supporters who want to go in and observe you file in -hmm. this tiny little office are they going to prohibit those people from coming in i expect that they will
1: try their best well i think we should show up with a group of supporters and find out indeed agreed
0: (laughs) uh let's go to some of your calls and your thoughts we have ghostradamus calling from salt lake city utah ghostradamus you are on free talk live
3: Hello, friends, compatriots, constituents, your uh, bro, friend of the Ghost Stradomas, God Emperor Twenty Forty, running for God Emperor in Twenty Forty, so you can vote for me for God Emperor Twenty Forty, and um, you Who know, who's the current uh,
2: God Emperor?
3: Uh, Donald Trump. Oh yeah.
2: Okay. okay. All right.
3: Yeah, he's the he's the. Uh, have you have you not seen the float?
2: No. What is that?
3: Yeah, if you actually type in um, God Emperor float uh, with Trump, like Trump God Emperor float. You'll pull it up on YouTube. There was a a protest in, um, or it wasn't a protest. It was a it was a uh, a parade. It was a parade, and they and they had like a fifty foot tall animatronic of Donald Trump dressed as the God Emperor of Mankind from twenty from uh, from uh, Warhammer forty k. <laughs> and so, uh, and so, but he's got like the the golden armor and the power claw. He's got a big Twitter sword. Uh, it's great, um, but uh, yeah, he's the current god emperor. Um, and uh, you know, I I, used to, I, I still would consider myself to be an ancap, but
2: uh-huh. um, an anarcho
3: capitalist. An anarcho capitalist, but I I really love Donald Trump. That guy's that guy's great. <laughs> what's it, what's it, great so,
0: about him other than the entertainment uh, value?
3: That's that's exactly it. He is he is um, an entertainer par excellence. And you know, I I tell people when everybody's like, "Why do you like Trump?" When you know you're so anti-government and stuff like that, and I said that you know Donald Trump, I I really seriously believe was sent by God to <laughs> destroy the system. You know, he's the one he's the one to bring it down and rebuild it from the ashes. So uh, you know,
0: I mean, to that, rebuild, that, it that bringing is, it down, but I don't want Trump rebuilding it. No, oh, come well, on. okay, man. so
3: so um. You know, the the idea is that the is that the constitution, at least for me, is that the constitution was a good idea in theory. You know, to have the idea that we have rights that won't be abridged by government. Mm-hmm. And of course, like you know, over the course except of all 20, of those rights have years, been
1: abridged by government. Yeah.
3: Yes, exactly, exactly. And so and so, what what we need is somebody who's willing to demonstrate to the people what's actually going on. And I think that Donald Trump is, is really trying to do that. And so, well, and, that's uh, an interesting and, and so, yeah. perspective. And I, and I mean, and I think I think that he'll, I think that he will like oversee essentially a bankruptcy of the United States. And uh well, it's and, been bankrupt you know, for
2: a long time. I mean, it's yeah, highly, he's really uh, good at it. It's, yeah, no, but it was already really bankrupt before he he took over.
3: Yeah. Well, I mean, Donald Trump's been bankrupt 13 times, so he knows how to do it right. <laughs> he so. does have
0: experience. Thank you for the call tonight, Ghostradamus. I will be sure to vote for you for Emperor God, God Emperor. or God Emperor or whatever it is uh, when it comes around, if I feel like voting, I guess. Would you like to vote for Gostradamus? Give us a call, 855 free. Welcome back to the live Monday night edition of Free Talk Live. Our toll-free number here, of course, is 855-450-3733. That's 855-450-FREE, like freedom. I'm seeing some chatter across the Internet that the Army has been deployed in D.C. I'm looking for confirmation of that in some sort of actual context but
1: wow are uh, they after that un-american organization that's operating after out of dc (laughs) robbing the people uh, and uh, and coordinating murder
0: while you and i would hope for that to be the case i suspect
1: that it may not be the case unfortunately unfortunately uh yeah Well, maybe someday they'll start fighting for our freedom because they seem to still be fighting for our oppressors. Well,
0: one thing you can do to increase your financial freedom is learn about Bitcoin and Bitcoin.com has launched a trading platform at local.bitcoin.com, allowing you to buy or sell Bitcoin cash via dozens of payment methods like PayPal, Venmo, bank deposit remittances or meeting in person with cash. There are no ID requirements to sign up for and use the site, and all communications between buyers and sellers are encrypted. Finally, there's a global trading platform that respects your privacy. Visit local.bitcoin.com to get started trading Bitcoin cash. That's local.bitcoin.com. In the studio tonight with you, it's myself, the Reverend Captain Kickass.
2: It's Ian, and by the way, Bitcoin BTC just crossed $10,000 in the last hour. Woohoo! Nice! Going up, by the way. As and it's
0: nobody. The gubernatorial <laughs> candidate nobody.
1: The future governor of New Hampshire.
0: For the purposes of taking notes on tonight's show, I put down, you know, nobody's gubernatorial campaign, and I had to look up how to spell gubernatorial because I wasn't sure. There's and then, an
2: R in there that, that doesn't seem to get pronounced.
0: There is. It's Goober, guber, G-U-B-E-R-N-A-T-O-R-I-A-L, right? Goober, NATO, Ryle. Wow, uh, and then I had to look up why is it called gubernatorial? Uh, and apparently, in federations, governor may be the title of a politician who governs a constituent state and may be either appointed or elected. The adjective pertaining to a governor is gubernatorial, from the Latin root gubernare, hmm. which is assumably where governor Govering. also comes from. So, yes, fun with phonics tonight, and Captain Kickass here on the live Monday night edition of Free Talk Live. Uh, I brought in a bit of an article from the mintpressnews.com. And the headline reads National Guard now authorized to use live ammo
1: and flood America's streets. Already to- what could possibly go wrong? It went <laughs> fine at Kent <can't> State, right? <laughs> Uh, well, and almost
0: every time something like this occurs, they roll out, you know, military, National Guard, whatever it is, it it always ends poorly or, or ends with something gone horribly awry or unexpected. Uh, and it goes on to say, already deployed in multiple states, over 10,000 guardsmen are scheduled to flood Minneapolis streets, representing the first time in its 164-year history that the organization has been fully mobilized. and. Really? And they've been authorized to carry live ammunition. So up until now, you know, we've seen. Uh, you, you mentioned that uh, we saw in Minneapolis some, uh, you know, military style police. You know, at least what they were wearing, carrying the shields, riot police. Mm-hmm. That they were firing rubber bullets. Uh, you know, we've seen tossing, you know, the gas canisters and tear gassing the crowds and that kind of a thing. Uh, having these guys carry live mm-hmm. ammo, I mean. That just seems like you're asking for trouble.
1: Well, they're looking for it. I mean, they're out there fighting for the right of police to kill innocents in the street for nothing. So, you know, nothing good is going to come of what they're doing.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, really the only question is what's going to happen next? Um, You know, is this going to continue to escalate? Or people going to wrap up and you know call it a day and go home. I it seems to me like the former is more likely than the latter at this point. I know,
0: Ian. You keep asking. You know, is this the end? Is this the beginning of the end? Are we at the? It could be. uh, It's certainly
2: the most potential beginning
0: of an end I've seen in my lifetime. I would agree with you, Uh, and I've had those thoughts. I don't know if I've had them just because you've asked the question or if I've had them because I'm like well this seems to be the you know highest number of things sort of going against it that you know I've seen in my lifetime anyway um but I know just from studying the cycle of empires that the United States as an empire is certainly on the decline right mm-hmm. all of the signs are there as far as they're
2: overextended worldwide yeah right.
0: the devaluing of the currency right if you just use rome as mm-hmm. your sort of rule of thumb or your basis for all of this uh, that's exactly what happened in rome right they started shaving pieces off the coins and diluting you know, oh let's just make the center of the coin out of something else and coat it in silver mm. right so but yet it was still worth the same right so they mm. physically devalued their currency well the United States government, in conjunction with the Federal Reserve, they just do it digitally. It's the same kind of thing. They're devaluing your money. They're pumping, you know, printed money that's not backed by anything other than the full faith and force of the United States government uh, into the system. And the
1: full faith—they're going to do what, though?
0: Oh well, it. So they're going to keep the, killing people because I'm saying the value know- of the dollar comes from the full faith. And force of the United States government. That's the only thing right. it's backed by. And that force is, you'll take our money or else.
1: Okay, so so it's your, your faith that they will kill you if you don't do as you're told.
0: Or if you're looking at it from like an internal to external perspective, your faith that they will go and start bombing whatever country is necessary to maintain the
1: value of that currency. Wow. Okay. So it's literally blood money. Oh, yes. And and it has been for quite some time. Fair enough.
0: And so that's why I feel like as an empire, you know, they're sort of on the downswing. They have overextended themselves. There's close to a thousand U.S. bases deployed outside of the United States. (laughs) It's like, oh, you're peacekeeping? No, you're empire building. I'm sorry. Mm. If you don't look at it through the propagandized glasses You know, that you were taught in your schools, in the public schools, about how to view the United States government and worship the flag and all that kind of stuff. If you look at it from a purely Mm. empirical point of view, yes, the empire is definitely on a decline. Mm -hmm. Uh, We can hope. Yeah, we can hope. We'll talk more about what's going on with the National Guard being deployed and possibly even the military ...being deployed on U.S. soil, but let's... Uh, what really is the difference between the National Guard and the military? Oh, that's a really good question. They man. called it something different. They call The it National something
1: different. Guard is theoretically under control of the state governments, whereas the uh, military is under the control of the federal government, hmm. but then the federal government, in the, uh, in the form of the president, has the ability to call up uh, the, National the National Guard... Guard um, and in some cases, governors may refuse him, is, is my understanding, although I don't know if that's legal mm-hmm. or not. I know they've done it from time to time, and I wish they would do it more. Um, but that's, that's all it is. It's a different locus of control. In theory, when the federal government is out of control, the National Guard should fight on the side of the states. But uh, in practice, the National Guard's been out of control for centuries and the uh, uh, or the national government's been out of control for centuries. And the National Guard is always firmly on the side of the state and the tyrants.
0: Yeah. Now, the National Guard is my understanding is they're a part time force made up of we'll call them weekend warriors. Mm -hmm. Generally speaking, they're former military folks. Uh, Who you know still want to do something, or they have some sort of they get a stipend for being in the National Guard, or they want to learn something like you know become an EMT or something like that, and they can get those skills and that knowledge in the National Guard as well. And I think it's just like the Army Reserves, where they do you know one week into a month, and then you know four or three weeks or whatever, two weeks, three weeks. Yeah, that's what I've heard. You know that kind of a thing. So I believe that that sums up the definitions. Uh, What do you know about the military being deployed on the streets of the U.S.? If you have any factual evidence to share with us, give us a call at 855-450-3733. This is Free Talk Live. More coming up with the live Monday Night Edition. Welcome back everybody you are in the right place for the live monday night edition of free talk live if you don't know much about free talk live you can find out more at freetalklive.com if you'd like to call in and we have a few calls waiting right now you can call 855 450 free like freedom that's 855 450 3733 and talk about whatever you want it's called free talk live for a reason uh, you can also find us at discord.lrn.fm, where we have a number of different chat rooms going on at any time, including an on-air chat room. And if you use our on-air call-in lines, you can sound almost as if you are in the studio with us. And speaking of us, my name is the Reverend Captain Kickass, and I'm joined tonight by... i
1: Ian. And nobody. Andy Ian.
0: Ah, there we go. <laughs> I, I uh, Yeah, Okay. Uh, Uh, Apparently, there's an amateur uh, audio engineer running the board tonight, so uh, I'll have to scold him later. we I
1: know a Russian sound engineer and a Czech one, two, and a Czech one, two. We've been
2: dealing with uh, multiple technical issues in the studio here tonight. It's just been one of those days. I I,
0: I made a post (laughs) to social media that did not get posted. I wanted to mention it on air before we get into your calls and your thoughts and and this story that I brought in tonight, but uh, I am a big fan of stand-up comedy. And, of Mm -hmm. course, stand-up comedy has been shut down, right? Along with all other performing arts in the wake of COVID, Mm -hmm. there are no bands on tour. There are no comedians on tour. Oh, but, Captain, you could always just
2: do stand-up from your home on a Zoom connection.
0: Have, Have you seen this? Have you no, ever it would seen be terrible. Like a, yeah, it's, it's, it's horrific.
2: <laughs> you got to have an audience. you got to have people in a room laughing at somebody in order for it to be as funny as it can be. You know, it's yes. like the difference when you're sitting in a room watching a comedy movie alone versus when you're with a group of people. There are going to be more points at which laughter happens
0: with a group because it, laughter is somewhat contagious. Mm. My, my point exactly. And part of the thing that I like about watching stand-up comedians is some of them can handle hecklers. Yeah, really and well. Handle them really well and turn it into part of their act. And yeah. those are like I. That's where that's I gain respect for some of these stand-up comedians. So anyway, I'm watching this Netflix bit. Uh, I'm dead tired from you know working on this project I have going on uh, outside of my regular job and this job, uh, and I just needed something to veg out on. And uh, one of my favorite female stand-up comedians, Maria Bamford. She's fantastic. Uh she has a new Netflix special or Amazon special, I'm not sure which one. No, it was Amazon. And uh she's in mid stride and she's ta- telling the story about how she learned to ask for more money in her job, in mm-hmm. her career. And she makes a mention, she goes, uh, so I was talking to the guy who was booking the show, and I said, how much are we talking about in Bitcoin here? Because we hadn't discussed the fee I was getting paid. And it was just a passing comment Uh that she mentioned Bitcoin. And, And then, you know, she had a punchline and a joke and all that. And I was like, it it took a minute for it to register. I'm like, she just said, how much are we talking about in Bitcoin? So I went and I rewinded the thing, and I listened to it three or four times just to make sure it was real and that my mind wasn't manufacturing, you know, one of my favorite female stand-up comedians, you know, saying Mm. Bitcoin. And, no, sure enough, she said it in her act. So I was just thrilled that somebody said Bitcoin, you know. I'm like, whoa, (laughs) somebody completely unexpected. You know, generally, a lot of, like, the Hollywood types will – Generally lean left, you know, more so than they'll lean towards libertarianism anyway, mm-hmm. uh, and that kind of thing. So it was a surprise just to hear Bitcoin get mentioned by what I consider a mainstream comedian who can, you know, do her own special and all that kind of thing. Was so it a joke? It was part of a joke, okay, but it wasn't the. It wasn't even an important part of the joke. She mm-hmm. could have said any kind of currency in there you know she could have said how many ruples are we talking about or how many you know it wasn't even an important part of the so joke. you didn't feel like Ooh. she was trying to deprecate bitcoin not or at all like that? i also okay. didn't really feel like she was trying to support it mm-hmm. i think she was just you know saying it to maybe put it in there okay for, you know to either She's maybe to, something? I, I don't know yeah. i was just like wow that's that's amazing that you know so perhaps bitcoin is beginning to catch on is really my point of maybe. telling that whole story. So, $10,200 right now for one Bitcoin. Indeed. Nice. Uh, so let's do what we do here at Free Talk Live. Let's go to some of your calls and your thoughts. Uh, we have Scott calling from Florida. Scott, you're on Free Talk Live.
4: Good evening, gentlemen. Uh, I want to start with, uh, with Minneapolis first. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, the riots in Minneapolis, Atlanta, Los Angeles, and across America uh, I want you listeners to know are the work of uh, Antifa and Black Lives Matter. Which, which How do you know finance.
2: Well, I saw a cop smash so, a window at at the Minneapolis riots. I saw cops murder
1: but- a guy in Minneapolis. I think that ad- yeah. Yeah. that was a contributing
4: factor.
2: Yeah, So I'm not going to say you're, you're wrong that there aren't Antifa people out there that are yeah. participating in this, but it may yeah. very well be agents provocateur from the police who are starting yeah. a lot of this.
4: Yes, but anyway, uh, some, let's, let, let me rephrase that. Let's say some, some participants are from Antifa and Black Lives Matter, which are financed by George Soros, who also financed Occupy Wall Street and the Confederate Monuments Movement. And George Soros is an international Jewish banker and communist. Saying that, uh, these protesters have every right to protest. Uh, black people have been brutalized in this country. It's been open target season on black men. And getting, I was listening intently what you were saying about America, the American Empire. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, this empire will come to an end. It is evil. It is rotten. Not the people, not the American people. When I mean America's evil, I'm referring to the United States government. That is evil. And talking about, uh, but there's good news, gentlemen, and good news for your listeners. The whole rotten government is going to become crashing down upon its own weight, and I will tell you why. It's not a matter of if; it's merely a matter of when. For the following factors. First of all, the coronavirus is one factor. It decimated, helped decimate the economy. Secondly, we are in a second Great Depression.
0: Well, the coronavirus, that, first of all, I'm sorry, Scott, the coronavirus didn't yeah. decimate the economy. It, it was go government's rejected. mandates about, the, you know, using the disguise of the coronavirus that caused 40 million people to suddenly become unemployed within eight That's weeks. Right.
4: It, was, it was a pretext. I agree. The economy was sick. It was a sick economy even before the coronavirus. It was. But if you think that we have problems now in Minneapolis, wait till the unemployment benefits run out for the 40, really 50 million Americans. No stimulus, no food in their stomachs, can't pay their mortgages, can't pay their car payments. There won't be enough cops and National Guardsmen to put out the fire. And. That's what that that's the writing on the wall, gentlemen. That's well, where America's
0: headed. But what's going to stop the payments from being made? Because the federal government just uses the Federal Reserve to print more and more
4: and more. That's where you're wrong. In this, the more that they print, even the Federal Reserve, their days are going to they're going to hit a brick wall because they're printing trillions at such a. Oh yeah! A horrible. No, I think race. what so I think what Captain Kickass
2: was down. saying was why? Why do you think the
1: checks are going to stop? They're not going to run out of paper and ink, right? Or digital no, zeros. But this is
4: what they will run out of. They, they true. They can print up a trillion. They can print up, print up fifty trillion. But there will come a day, gentlemen, where our money will become like Weimar Germany. Oh after yeah. World War One. Oh hyperinflation, will $1, right? Yeah maybe $10,000 to buy a loaf of bread. In other words, the Federal Reserve is going to put itself out of business. And when that happens, and you know the sign for that, when gold goes to 5000 to $10,000 an ounce, that will literally be the death of the United States dollar. And once the dollar dies, this whole rot, rot, United States government. will come Yay! I'm ready! Hey, uh, Scott, thank yeah. you for
0: the call tonight. I do appreciate it. Uh, you know, what he says has some merit Mm -hmm. Um, and if you are concerned about the value of your wealth, your savings, and what you have, I can only recommend that you diversify, you know, and that is to say don't keep all of your savings, your wealth, whatever it is you're earning, don't keep it all in the U.S. dollar. Put Mm -hmm. some of it into other stuff. Buy a little bit of gold. Buy a little bit of Bitcoin. Buy a little bit of Ethereum. Buy a little bit of Bitcoin cash. Buy a little bit of Dash. Buy a little bit of whatever, you know— Cryptocurrency or other valuable items. Right, you could just buy jewelry, buy musical equipment, anything that folks would deem of value, ammunition. Mm-hmm. Right, these are other things of value that are very liquid. Cigarettes and alcohol. Cigarettes and alcohol are. Toilet paper. Toilet paper, obviously, is you <laughs> know uh, these things can all be viewed as currency, which is still hard to find,
2: by the way. I mean, it's out there now; you can actually get some of it, but it's not well stocked. Toilet that's, paper. That's true. Yeah. And I think I
0: mentioned before the reason that a shot of alcohol, like a shot of whiskey, mm-hmm. is called a shot, is because that used to be the exchange rate for one of ammunition. One shell, one loaded shell was one shot. So you'd walk into a a bar in the Old West or whatever, and you'd put down one bullet and say, I'd like a shot of Mm -hmm. whiskey, please. (laughs) And they would pour you a shot, and that's how it got its name. So those things can indeed be currency. And if you want to protect yourself, diversifying, in my opinion. And I'm not a financial analyst. I'm just a regular dude who has done this, and I am very happy that I did. I'm very happy that I diversified. So, have you diversified? Are are you putting your money into other things other than the United States dollar? If so, you can give us a call at 855-450-FREE, like freedom, that's 855-450-3733. We've got more coming up, including your calls and your thoughts. This is Free Talk Live
5: remember when you first heard about bitcoin how long did it take you to realize this little project would soon change the world do you kind of wish you had gotten involved sooner well now is your chance to be part of the next revolution in money intercoin is working to finally make crypto go mainstream it's designed to be scalable enough to support everyday payments and even elections without the state bitcoin was originally supposed to be a peer-to-peer cash system the way we would all pay one another without having to trust any third party. But instead, over time, it mostly became a store of value. That's because every 10 minutes, the Bitcoin network must put all transactions into a block. And that block can only hold so much. If crypto is to become mainstream, for everyone to use it in everyday payments, we need a new architecture, one that's as secure as Bitcoin while being far more scalable. Check out intercoin.org to find out more, and maybe... Pick up some of those coins for yourself.
6: Free Talk Live.
0: Well, if you wanted to listen to Free Talk Live, you're in the right place. Congratulations. This is the Live Monday Night Edition. Our toll-free number, of course, is 855-450-FREE-LIKE-FREEDOM. We'll get to your calls and your thoughts momentarily. With you in the studio tonight, it's myself, the captain. It's Ian. And nobody. And I wanted to tell you about Divi. The next-generation wallet is coming from Divi. In just a few taps, you'll be able to spend, earn, store, and exchange digital money in seconds. Divi says you'll be able to send money around the globe in only a swipe and instantly exchange between Divi, Bitcoin, and Fiat right in the mobile app and withdraw directly to your bank account. There's no need to wait, though, as Divi already offers the first one-tap solution for earning passive income with their multi-tiered masternodes, allowing anyone to earn by supporting the Divi network. When the new Divi wallet launches because of Divi's relationship with Western Union, Divi will be in 200 countries, including the United States. You can learn more at DiviProject.org. That's D-I-V-I Project dot org. And let's go to your calls and your thoughts right now. Let's start with Bill in Detroit, Michigan. Uh, Bill, thanks for holding. You're on Free Talk Live.
7: Hey, how are you? Hey, Bill.
0: I'm good. What's on your mind?
7: Hey, just a couple questions. Mm -hmm. has anybody besides myself ever served in the military?
1: Yes, other people have done that. Other people besides you. I'm
7: I'm talking about you too.
1: There's uh,
2: three
7: of us here tonight, but of
2: the three, three hosts on the show tonight, Negative. we have not. However, we do have other hosts on other nights who
0: have. Correct.
7: Okay, so my point is, um, I, it was kind of a disparaging remark about the National Guard and reserves. I've served in all three: regular army, mm-hmm. um, National Guard, and reserves. Um, been deployed many times, been Desert Shield, Desert Storm, and the National Guard and the Reserves. And I, I, this is what I guess was dispar, what I consider disparaging to mm-hmm. them, is they don't just serve on weekends and you know two weeks during the summer. I mean, they they do a lot more than that. I mean, there is mm-hmm. a lot more training than that. And <clears throat> I mean, yeah, they get compensated for it, but I mean, it's just it's 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 kind of unfair to them. For the sacrifices that they have made for you guys to say that. And then, Finally, and you know, know, what I, sacrifices?
1: So we, I, I, well, I'm they sorry. sacrifice us if we uh, if we step out of line, they sac- sacrifice us to the god of government and kill us. And what's the value of
2: sacrifice in in general? Why should we respect sacrifice? Isn't that basically giving up something in
0: order to get nothing? Well, and and I'm I'm sorry uh, to interrupt both of you guys, but uh, Bill, so I did say indeed that uh, you know my cursory knowledge of the National Guard. I I knew a guy that I worked with who was in the National Guard and. Uh, I was actually his boss, and, you know, every now and again, you know, once a month or whatever, he'd, you know, go out on, you know, doing his National Guard thing on the weekends, and then maybe one time a year he needed, like, a couple of weeks off or whatever. So that's where my comments came from. So was I incorrect?
7: Yeah, I mean, no. I mean, National Guard and uh, Army Reserve get deployed, I mean, all the time to war zones. And so, I mean— I, I, I'm kind of. I know just, the
0: reserves do. I was speaking specifically of the National Guard.
7: The National Guard does too. Absolutely. I've got. I've got a nephew, who is a first sergeant in the National Guard, and he gets. He's been seven tours in Afghanistan.
2: Wow, that but, sucks.
7: Yeah. So, but I mean, that's my whole point. I mean, you guys, you don't have an understanding of the military. And no, to say, So he told you, did you did that you, he said wait, that was wait, his wait, understanding. Wait. No, but I understand, but I mean, then whoever it was, I think Ian, he said, well, what are you protecting or what are you sacrificing for? For American freedom. But that's not true. Run. Okay. That's a
1: lie. How how does it help American freedom though for a bunch of National Guardsmen to go whack people in in Iraq who are no threat to my freedom? Now, if the National Guard had whacked that cop in Minneapolis before he'd had a chance to murder George Floyd, then I would say the National Guard was fighting for my freedom. But as it is, oh. they're fighting to kill Iraqis who never did me. Any harm.
7: So let's go back to the whole 9 uh, 11 situation. Did they do any harm to the United States killing 3,000 people by.
1: Uh, you mean the government? The yes, the government killed a lot of people on 9 11. The government
7: didn't do that. That was, no, you're nuts. And then. Finally, let me ask you. He, this was, talking no, um,
1: buddy, he was talking about the terrorists. No, he was talking about. Well, the uh, the, flew plane. generally, the government is the terrorists, and all evidence to me <laughs> says that the government is lying to us about what happened on 9 11. Whether the government did it or whether they're just lying to cover up their own incompetence, nothing they say about 9 11 adds up. So I can't, I certainly can't give them any credit well, for fighting for our freedom there. They thing- either murdered a bunch. Of Americans, or they just lied about what happened. Well,
2: one thing you can say for sure about 9 11 is that it never likely would have occurred if it weren't for the military going over into the mm-hmm. Middle East and murdering innocent people over a period of decades.
1: Well, that's certainly true. If if it really was Middle Easterners who knocked down the Twin Towers, mm-hmm. then why did they do it? Because they've been getting bombed for decades. That's so what Osama again, bin Laden said. Yeah. So so again, no, the military has done us zero good. As a matter of fact, if they didn't do 9-11 themselves, they brought it on us. So, so uh, yeah, I so have no you. thank yous for the military.
7: Okay, fair enough. I mean, you've got your—you have the right to your opinion. I understand. So let me ask you this final question. Mm-hmm. Um, so on last night's show, Melanie and Richie Rich said, "Go out and kill cops and kill National Guard members." Do you guys support
2: that? No, I definitely don't support that. And Mark opposed them on that last night. Um, I think that violence is not ultimately the solution, but mm-hmm. I do understand why people are are upset, and I understand why that people will go that direction because the human animal does tend to lash out when it feels mm-hmm. threatened, and yeah. that is inevitable.
0: Oh, and and I would just okay, like... So hang on, Bill. I would it, just I just want to say that I would love to see an organization. Of people that Mm -hmm. did actually protect freedom and human rights to, you know, be in place and doing that and doing it without forcing people to pay for it, without forcing people into a system that does nothing more than coerce and kill and take money.
7: So then if I say for all the protesters that are burning down businesses and looting everything in my city. If I say go out and kill them, then what's the difference between me and and anybody else?
1: Well, the difference is that the that the protesters are the people who have been victimized for centuries by the government, and they're fighting back, and they're not always making good decisions, but they are standing up for themselves. Meanwhile, the government is standing up for their right to murder people in the street with impunity, okay? And that's what the government is killing for. The government is saying, we will kill you, we will... We will put our knees on your throats until you die in the street, and if you do anything about it, we'll kill you. Okay? That's, That's that, the that difference. The government is the, is the attackers; the is, uh, the the people Jeff. are the. Oh. Va-
3: Lrn.fm.
0: Yeah, it was hard uh, to hear it, but he definitely no, said "Yeah, BS. Yeah, you can't, you can't say it. So, uh, Bill, if you're still listening, I just want to make one other point, and it's a difference in perspective, uh, because this organization named the National Guard makes you think that it is guarding the nation. And much like uh, Ian alluded to earlier today when talking oh. about The word public, if you say public schools or public funding, you're really talking about government schools, government funding. If you Mm -hmm. just take that word public and change it to government, that gives you a more realistic uh, idea of what those things are. The same thing happens often with the word national. And in this case, the National Guard doesn't guard the nation. It guards the government. It is the government guard. Just like the police Mm -hmm. are there to protect and serve, not you, the people, they're there to protect and serve the government. It's the same exact thing with the National Guard. Uh, More of your calls and your thoughts moving right along. Let's go to Dan in Maine. Uh, Oh, hang on, Dan. We'll bring you right back. Stand by, Dan. We'll put you back on hold. My apologies. Look, the time has gotten away from me. It was such an interesting call. Thanks for the call, Bill. I I didn't thank you. Uh, This is Free Talk Live. What are your thoughts on the National Guard and the police? Do they protect you, or do they protect the government? 855-450-FREE-LIKE-FREEDOM. More coming up. Live The live Monday night edition. Our toll free number here is 855-450-3733. That's 855-450-FREE. Like Freedom. With you in the studio tonight, it's myself, the captain. It's Ian.
1: And it's nobody.
0: And we have been talking about, well, all sorts of things. The riots, uh, the implications of the government being involved, the National Guard being rolled out, rolled out with live ammunition, no less. To guard what? The people, perhaps? No. To guard the right of the police to kill you in cold blood. They are there to guard the government, in my opinion. And uh, we've been taking your calls and your thoughts, and we will do more
2: of that. You know, before you do that, uh, the last caller also made a point claiming that the military was keeping us free. And I don't know about you but you guys, but if that's what they thought they were doing, they failed miserably at it oh, because yeah. There, yeah. there isn't more freedom now. We don't have even the same amount of no. freedom. There are fewer freedoms now as a result of the supposed military. You I can't am, even
1: run a freaking business. Nope.
0: I, I recently celebrated my 48th birthday, and I can say unequivocally that I am less free now than I was when I was 28, mm-hmm. much less 18. Oh, yeah. The technology is incredible
2: that we have, and that yeah.
0: has brought a certain set of freedoms that we didn't have before. The, well, but, the f- information travels much more freely and quickly, yeah. right? Speed is really what, what technology has brought us. The internet has brought us speed of information. We get information true. instantly now. Uh, but that also gives those people who want to oppress the same speed. Yes, right. That's so they can that's propagandize true. now faster than they could before and that kind of thing, so... Yeah, it's certainly uh, it's a tool that everybody can use. Will you use it for good or mm-hmm. awesome, or will you use it for horrible and deadly? Uh, that is the question. Uh, but uh, there is a, a new kind of payment network today. Large corporations act as middlemen for our everyday online communications and transactions. Often, they work hand-in-hand with governments. In the last few years, these centralized social networks have all launched payment networks. Bitcoin and Ethereum have not been scalable enough to compete. The team behind Intercoin spent the last decade creating an open, web-based, decentralized social platform to rival Facebook and Google. Now they can use it to roll out a revolutionary payment platform on top. If decentralized crypto doesn't soon gain mainstream adoption to power everyday payments, it'll be Facebook and WeChat's world and we'll just live in it. Intercoin is attempting to regain some of our freedoms that are threatened on the Internet and in meat space. We think that it's important here on Free Talk Live. So important that Free Talk Live accepted $40,000 worth of Intercoin tokens from Intercoin Inc. for advertising. If you think freedom is important too, check out Intercoin at intercoin.org. You can invest in this project and potentially make big gains or just be involved and perhaps shape its future. That's intercoin.org. Org and just piling on on my comments earlier about diversifying your, the worth of your value, right? Money is the measure of your life's efforts, generally speaking, in a large, you know, broad sense of the term. And so I think the more things you can put your value into, the better off you're going to be because you don't know what's going to happen to the value of all these things. so mm-hmm. It's true. Well, you do yeah.
2: know that the value of the dollar is going to go down that i mean th- there's not a whole a lot of things i can say with certainty but uh, you know i'll go out on that limb have you
0: seen like the dollar value chart since like 1913 yeah. it's, yeah. yeah. it's just it's <laughs> just straight downward yeah. it looks it makes like that a, noise too it, on the chart it looks like a, a ski slope yeah. uh, you ever watch uh, the price is right and they show that they had that one game where the guy climbs up the mountain it looks like that but in reverse like the guy should be sliding down the mountain on a sled or whatever so yeah,
1: uh, I made one of those <laughs> uh a couple years ago for a college talk and it was uh yeah, it was very uh very enlightening. Yeah. Uh and
0: uh Dan, thank you so much for holding. I apologize uh, for attempting to bring you on right before uh, we had to have some uh, sponsors there, but you are on Free Talk Live. What's on your mind?
8: Okay. You know, um I think I think the first uh Guy that preceded me asked the question, Did any of you gentlemen serve? You say there's people on the program that have, but have any of you gentlemen served?
2: When you say serve, you mean serve politicians in the military before. doing what the politicians ask you to do?
1: I, I definitely nope, haven't don't, killed don't any edit, strangers on behalf edit of the government. do not my question. No, no, I'm just please. trying to understand. I, I when you say serve, because
2: I serve people all the time, I serve my customers. Well, I serve people. Wait, 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 I've wait, served wait, wait. at.
8: I serve people, but I asked a very specific question. I'm going to say no, but there are other people on the program that have. That was a question I just wanted to ask. Yeah,
2: (laughs) and you know what? All those people on the program also
8: regret what they did with the military. I'm not pointing fingers, Yeah. okay? But I've been in a situation Mm -hmm. where uh, my ship was uh,
3: captured
8: in the overthrow of the shock. And that was pretty interesting. Uh, we managed to make an escape, which was really nice.
2: The but, overthrow you know, of the Shah in Iran?
8: Yeah, when they were overthrown, my ship was captured. Mm-hmm. And that was an interesting situation. Who
2: captured it? But the that's Iran the government? story
8: that I wish mm-hmm. to discuss.
2: Oh, then why'd you, you bring, it, bring, bring up? it up?
8: Well, the issue is, is is just making a statement to say, you know, I asked if you had.
2: Sure. And he whose freedom saying, were you protecting when you were tra- uh, trying to overthrow the Shah of Iran? Well, the U.S. Was, didn't overthrow the Shah of Iran. Overthrow.
1: The U.S. I had overthrew with that. Okay.
8: I was commercial. I was commercial and completely innocent of that. Mm. Now, my my point that I wanted to. Well, have do
4: you know why,
1: why they uh, they hated us? Do you know why the Iranians may, may I were I angry, angry at us? I would like to. I I'd like to go back. He doesn't want to have a conversation.
2: About, you just want to keep talking, yes, and you don't I want to do. actually answer a question.
8: Well, I answer a question. But you
2: haven't answered the question. I Nobody's trying to ask you a question a right now. So
8: Gee, you're saying, okay, you you saying you were commercial
2: you were saying you're on a commercial ship, you weren't there as a military mm-hmm. person.
8: Exactly.
1: Gotcha. Which is a what a lot of the CIA people said as well. You see, the reason that the Iranians were so like angry at us in 1979 is because the U.S. government overthrew their democratically elected government in 1953 oh. under Eisenhower and replaced it with well, a brutal dictator named the Shah. I'm not denying. I'm not denying what you just said. Okay. okay. Well, but now you know then, why they were angry. And well, why did they I take a civilian be ship? Because Perhaps the CIA claimed no, no, to be no. civilians you're, you're, and used civilians as cover.
8: Sir, you're looking at it through... Uh, uh, you're not looking at it the way it really is. I'm. Uh, well, our country, when our country was formed, originally, America was formed, we had a problem. And that problem was piracy and the piracy was enslaving people. Arr, the caliphate, arr, yes, the caliphate back then was the Barbary Coast, and they would enslave people. Now, there's a thing called you got, you got five seconds allowance.
1: I know of the Barbary pirates. They were not operational in Iran in 1950. Thanks for the call tonight, Dan. <laughs> we we do
0: appreciate it. Uh, 8:55, 4:50, free like freedom. You can call and take control of the airwaves. This is the live Monday night edition of Free Talk Live. More coming up.
9: If you want to move to the free state and you're looking for some real estate, well, I know a guy who's really great.
6: Porcupine real
0: yeah! Yes, it is Free Talk Live. Your favorite live call in radio show. We may not be your favorite. But you're listening. Hey, you're my favorite. <laughs> my No, uh, listening you are, calling you are, 855-450-FREE, the number it is. Like Yoda, I am speaking <laughs> oh, for reasons I do not know. Stop, you must. Stop, I must. Uh, with you tonight in the studio, it's myself, the captain. And Ian, and an absent nobody. And nobody really isn't here, or is he here? Because he's nobody. I don't see nobody. Nobody doesn't see us either, but we have talked to nobody, and nobody will talk to us again. Nobody is on the premises. We have seen nobody, and nobody has seen us, even though we are without nobody. It's true. Nobody is always there. I've run out of things to say (laughs) on that one. (laughs) 855-450-FREE-LIKE-FREEDOM. You can also get us on our Discord line. We have a couple of calls holding. Let's get right to them. Yeah. Uh, Let's go to Brad in Kansas City, Missouri. Thanks for holding, Brad. You're on Free Talk Live.
2: All right, awesome. How are you guys
0: doing? Hey, what's on your mind? Pretty good. Hey Brad, are you on speakerphone? No. Nope. Okay. He's alright. He's just in an echoey room. Go ahead. All right. Go ahead. What's on your mind tonight? Is that better? Yeah, you're fine.
10: Okay. Well, I wanted to call in regarding actually the topic you guys have been covering, which is the military and the police and basically violence and what's acceptable and maybe what's not. And I totally agree with you guys, uh, at least most of you, that. The police are certainly out of control i'm not sure if you guys saw that video that's been going around about the national guard marching through the streets in some suburb and they're shooting rubber bullets
5: yeah i saw it
10: people on the porch well what that tells you is that even though they weren't live ammo you saw how easily and without hesitation those guys pulled the trigger on their fellow citizens right sure did and it's alarming. Now, the original reason that I called was to discuss when it's okay to, for lack of a better word, to shoot police. And that was a topic last night on the show, and, and I've heard you guys talk about it tonight. So,
1: Well,
0: that's fine. I, think, I, I have some thoughts on yeah. that, Brad. So I know that uh, one of my favorite authors uh, who wrote a book called uh, The the Greatest Superstition, his name is Larkin Rose. Oh, yeah, he, I read that when he I was actually, in jail. He, actually, he did a video on YouTube that that got I guess removed from YouTube and it was called oh, yeah. it was called exactly what your question is which is when do you shoot cops now my opinion on this is well uh, since cops or military or anybody who works for they're all people Right, I treat them in the same way that I would treat anybody else, which is only in defense. Right, I subscribe to the non-aggression principle, which means that I do not initiate force. However, that does not mean I am a pacifist, and I will just sit back and take it. I will defend myself, and I will do it very well, and I will do it very quickly if prompted to do so.
10: Well, what did well, you want to say about agree. it? Well, that's how I feel. Um, I, uh, here's when it's okay. Number one, it, it, we need to see and hear more instances of citizens responding with force back to police who are responding uh, completely beyond what they should. Um, but I think it's OK when you are being um, invaded, when your personal liberties have been uh, in the process of being uh, let me give you a quick example. Right. I, I've been pulled over. I live in a really nice suburb in Kansas City. Very high. Very, very nice. Very nice place. Mm-hmm. The police around here, they look like they are. They're constantly wearing uh, fatigues. They're wearing battle armor. They look like they're going into war. I've been pulled over here and um, I'm a normal looking average white dude. I'm, I'm, I'm just a normal guy. Mm-hmm. And I was treated with such. uh I felt like a peasant. And Mm. there were the attitudes were um, extremely hostile, extremely aggressive. And I'm a concealed carry person. I I carry about 90 percent of the time. And that night I did not have a firearm on me, thank God, because I honestly felt like I would have been drawn on
2: Mm. if I happened
10: to be exercising my constitutional right to carry at that moment. However, my point. If you are in a situation where a police draws on you and just, for whatever reason, um, starts shooting, that's when you have the opportunity to. And I think you could actually be cleared of it by, by a jury. Other than that, though, like somebody was saying last night, I don't think we can just start shooting cops who are standing in a line. Um, you know, I forget who was advocating for it, like Mark maybe last night. or No, or no, Mark was not
2: advocating for that. That would have been uh, Richie okay. Rich. Who, uh, it was who said written, that yeah yeah and i, I don't agree That's with that either I, I i do agree with you that you can use defense but the argument of richie and, and melanie i think generally and i, I don't want to get get this wrong but my understanding is they believe that simply by wearing the uniform you become uh, part of this sort of collective and then, therefore, you are responsible simply for being part of that collective, and therefore, that it is uh, legitimate to shoot. I don't agree with that particular viewpoint, but that's my understanding of, of what they think.
10: Um, that's dangerous. I appreciate you guys' time. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's dangerous, Ray,
2: and it ignores tonight, I it. it ignores the uh, the fact that these are individuals, which is you know, you would think liberty minded folks would would be better about that, but in this case they're falling into the trap of collectivism Basically, Well,
1: I mean, the thing is if you go with a gang into a bank and the whole gang is wearing clown masks Mm -hmm. that's how they're obscuring their identity and how they're identifying themselves as being part of the gang that must be obeyed then certainly you could be forgiven for taking out anybody in that bank in a clown mask Mm -hmm. because that's how they're identifying themselves as robbers Um, well the way the police identify themselves as being special people more important than you people who have actual rights unlike you is by putting on a uniform that says we're special we're not we're not serfs we're rulers Okay, and by declaring themselves rulers, they do declare themselves my enemy. Now, personally, I think the right time to actually be shooting at them is, I think, if somebody had shot that cop as he was murdering George Floyd, mm-hmm. I think that would have been a wonderful thing.
0: And I um, think it would have been a good thing if it was one of the other three police that were right there with him while he yeah, was but, going down. but they're
1: not going to do it. They're also yeah. killers for the state. To Two of them were helping hold him down. The which, other was yeah,
11: uh, which, was
2: watching. Which, but I want to just add to that because um, I don't, I don't think you're wrong in that instance, nobody. I think that uh-huh. would be a legitimate use of defensive force to save another human being. Yes, yeah. um, I personally think that the minimum amount of violence should be used, so I would rather see them simply remove him from uh his Do intended something victim. other than allow him to be murdered. Yeah, right I would there. like yeah. to I would yeah. like to see him removed and then handcuffed with his own handcuffs and left there. That's yes. that's what I think the best uh thing to do in that case. But I don't yeah. think you're
0: wrong necessarily for for your viewpoint. But you both bring up yeah. a, a really good question, which is what is the point of the uniform?
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a, its an indicator. Well, the uniform is to make is to mark them as rulers and not serfs.
0: It's intimidation, right? Sure. Yeah. I mean, isn't that the whole point of the uniform? Isn't that the whole point of why gangs wear colors mm-hmm. for the mm-hmm. intimidation factor? Right, So that's why they're wearing the uniforms. They want to intimidate you already. The uniform of the police has changed from, you know, go back and watch Andy Griffith, the Mayberry uniform, and then look at today's uniform, and they're night and day. You can tell that they're all dressed like, I mean, they literally are a standing army. They're all Mm -hmm. trained in
1: military techniques. They have military equipment. Trained in Israel mostly, which has some of the nastiest pigs in the world. They have military equipment even here in Little keen. Keene. They've got
0: the bear cats or mm-hmm. cats. I don't mm-hmm. know do they have more than one?
1: Jeez, I hope not. They yeah. do have bear cats here.
2: I I, I I don't I don't misunderstand the argument of people like uh, Richie and Melanie and I understand where it comes from. Right. I used to have that same level of anger. Um, I don't at this time. I and I do think it ignores the individuality. Like for instance I I can't say I know the keen police particularly well right. but I've had enough experiences with them to to change my viewpoint that these aren't just mindless automatons they are actual human, human beings. They're human beings, correct. Uh, keen police there.
1: are much less likely to murder you than most police.
2: Right. They don't deserve to just get iced for standing in the street or wearing the uniform. Right. Right. They need to we need to change these people's minds, you know? That's what needs to happen.
0: 855-450-FREE-LIKE-FREEDOM. We've got more coming up, including your calls and thoughts. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live, the live Monday night edition. Our toll-free number here is 855-450-FREE, like freedom. That's 855-450-3733. With you tonight in the studio, it's myself, the Reverend Captain Kickass. It's Ian. And nobody. And I wanted to tell you that for years, libertarians of all stripes have wanted a directory of liberty-minded businesses. Well, we're helping build one. It's Liberty.Menu. Liberty.Menu is a tool for your community. At its core, it's a directory for events, businesses, and digital content, and more. Listings can be rated and reviewed, and there's a bit of a social network so you can connect and share with others. Use of Liberty.Menu is exclusively for individuals who reject the initiation of force and those who agree to abide by the ethics of the non-aggression principle put your voluntariest ideas into action at liberty.menu and use code ftl to get a special badge that's liberty.menu and uh, before we go on here tonight i wanted to mention that uh, tomorrow night it appears we're going to have yo jo jorgensen also known as joe jorgensen uh, supposedly on the show that she's That's the, the plan. She is the uh, candidate uh, du jour for the Libertarian Party. Do I have that Yes, right?
2: she is the Libertarian Party's presidential candidate in the year 2000 and formerly the vice presidential candidate for the Libertarian Party from the year 1996, back when Harry Brown ran.
1: Oh, nice. Groovy. I'm with her. Which
2: gives, uh, gives her some, well, brownie points, let's say. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, well, Harry Brown was the, was the guy who turned me on to libertarianism and- uh, I love that guy. He died yeah. too young. and it was
2: a, I mean, he was up in his years when he he passed away. So, I mean, I think he was yeah. in his mid-70s. So, so that's, that's kind of a typical age to die for a guy.
0: Cir- yeah. Circling back to the, the first hour, I was talking about this article from the Mint Press that says National Guard now authorized to use live ammo flood America's streets. But, yeah, just to, just uh, to go on real fast, Captain... Yeah. It would
2: be great to still have Harry with us today and have his commentary on the the crazy stuff that was going on. Because we had him uh, Mm -hmm. towards the end of his life during the 9-11 insanity. So after all of the crazy crackdown stuff went down after 9-11 and the the massive increase of the state, we got Harry and, you know, he wrote many an article about that for his website back then. And, of course, he did his own radio show, which is actually uh, the story, kind of part of the story about how Free Talk Live became a thing. Like, not only did Mm -hmm. Harry Brown... uh, you know turn me into a libertarian like he did with you mm-hmm. but he had his own saturday night broadcast syndicated radio show that genesis communications network was the syndicate for mm-hmm. i was working at a radio station in florida at the time i was like the board operator but kind of you know had some influence over programming decisions and so i told the uh, per- the owner of the station hey mm-hmm. we should put this this show on talking about harry brown show and that's what gave me the excuse to reach out to genesis communications network because i reached out to them to to carry harry brown show and it was during that conversation where i said hey are you guys looking for any other shows because we had free talk live at that time right right. Uh, but it was just a local show and that's when they said yes so we actually ended up being harry brown's lead in for a period of time on genesis communications network you got to open for harry brown yeah we did nice man that's
0: that's killer man i i'm not too familiar with that part of the origin story that's nice that's That's it goes way back yeah. Uh, you guys feel about him the same way I feel about George Carlin. I realize that we took different paths to arrive at the same conclusion. Mm-hmm. And some people might think, how did you become, you know, how you are, a freedom-minded individual by listening to George Carlin? I can only say, go listen to, like, George Carlin's entire catalog. It's and a see- great
1: big club, it, yeah. and, and you're, you're not, in not in part it, you of it. it. That's so. the best description of government ever yeah. <laughs> so uh anyway uh,
0: we've got more of your calls and thoughts coming up but uh, i just wanted to get to this bit from this article well i wouldn't want to be in a club of terrorists anyway
1: i i wouldn't either yeah. but i definitely don't want one gunning for me no doubt. and <laughs> So this article
0: talks. Uh, it begins talking a bunch about Minneapolis and what's happening there, and uh, it kind of positions the mayor as actually being a moderating influence by rolling up the national guard, saying that Washington wanted was pushing him to put active duty military on the streets.
1: And Isn't he sort of there said, a, no, like we'll a posse comitatus thing that is supposed to prevent that?
0: Does that apply
2: it, to Washington D.C. <laughs> the I district don't know. of criminals? Yeah, probably
0: not. But the, the, the one paragraph I wanted to point out is that yesterday the Pentagon ordered soldiers and military police from Fort Bragg, North Carolina, Fort Drum, New York, Fort Riley, Kansas, and Fort Carson, Colorado to be ready to be deployed potentially anywhere in the United States within a matter of hours. Wow. Yeah. So we're talking about active military in the streets on U.S. soil. Something that I, I mean, has that ever happened?
1: um it i probably don't
0: know he has but i don't know. i don't know
1: kent state was done by national guard yeah um, to my
0: knowledge you know and callers correct me if i'm wrong uh has the you know the united states military been deployed on u.s soil i'm pretty sure the answer is no i could be wrong even if i'm not correct it, it would certainly be a rare occurrence
2: well, according to uh, ABC News, Trump says that he is mobilizing heavily armed military to stop the protests. Uh, there was a quote yes. that somebody just posted in a Telegram chat, ostensibly from Donald Trump. But I'm trying to find the, uh, the or- origin of the statement claiming, quote, I am dispatching thousands and thousands of heavily armed soldiers, military personnel and law enforcement officers to stop the rioting, looting, vandalism, assaults and wanton destruction of property in Washington, D.C. He says our seven o'clock curfew will be strictly enforced. So it sounds like if that yeah. quote is legit, uh, you may actually have military members, not National Guard, but military specifically in the streets of D.C. if that is true.
0: Well, let's go to more of your calls and thoughts. We've uh, got some folks holding, and yes, ABC Uh, News cites that uh, that quote as Donald Trump. So, okay, Uh, let's go to Dave Forty One on our Discord line. Dave, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Dave. Dave's
11: Dave's not here.
0: Unmuted. Dave is unmuted. That's what you forget for not saying that. Dave going once. (laughs) Dave going (laughs) twice. All right. Well, well. Put them back on hold, I guess. Always screen the calls. Well, you, you know, know I thought it was safe. Uh, that's okay, because uh, let's go to- Well, before you do that, just mm-hmm.
2: a little bit more here about what Trump said. This is, again, just from within the last... Uh, this was posted at 727, so within the last hour and a half. Donald Trump claims he is the law and order president, saying that domestic terrorism is to
1: blame for the unrest. He's exactly right in that. And when is he going to take some action against the terrorists, the police, who started this whole thing by murdering a man in cold blood in order to terrorize the country? He
2: called on governors to use their National Guard military police units to, quote, dominate the streets, unquote, and threaten to deploy the active duty military if governors fail to use the National Guard more forcefully.
0: That's sick. Wow. It's just sick.
2: He said he may invoke the 1807 Insurrection Act, which he says permits a president to deploy the military inside the U.S. to deal with civil Eight, disorder.
0: 1807.
2: So there, that may be were questioning earlier, has the military ever yeah. been used? Um, perhaps in 1807 when they uh, Honestly, did that, yeah. I don't know.
0: Uh, and, you know, the, the police already resemble the military, so I don't know, like— you know, right. how much more can you get done? Oh, now
2: they're wearing fatigue. So now they're the military. Right. Now they're real. Or maybe yeah.
0: because maybe they're carrying rocket launchers instead of. Maybe real tanks or instead of bearcats. You know, uh, I don't know. I mean, they s- certainly spend enough money on it. Um, doing what we do here, let's go to more of your calls and your thoughts. Let's go to Crystal in Sacramento, California. Crystal, you're on Free Talk Live.
12: Hey, guy. Can you hear me? Yeah, yes, we hey. can.
0: What's on your mind tonight?
12: Well,. I, you know, this whole white privilege thing, I'm really upset. I think everything has gone way overboard. I grew up in poverty. Mm -hmm. I grew up in Toledo, Ohio. I grew up in the project. I did not have any privilege. And now, you know, this whole thing has turned into this race war where it's like, because you're white, you're privileged but they're forgetting we had to fight too. I was on welfare. My entire family was on welfare. Everybody I knew growing up was on welfare. Mm -hmm. I did not get off of welfare until eight years ago.
2: Congratulations.
12: And and it's not easy. There's so much red tape. You get Democrats that go in there. They say, we're going to change everything. But there's red tape that throws you right back into the hole. Mm. And it and now all of this is so messed up. We have people burning everything up. We're supposed to be protesting, yep. you know, it, and they're, they're beating white people in the streets because it's their fault because of their color. Now, you know, to me, it's like this is causing racism. This is causing white against black. This is going to get a lot bigger if it doesn't get stopped. Soon.
0: I certainly can't article- disagree with you, Crystal. I appreciate the cult tonight. It is getting out of hand, and it certainly
10: is exacerbating the situation. We're- This COVID-19 thing has turned the world upside down. Regardless of what you believe about it, it has changed our lives. But what's not changed is that if you own a business, you need to advertise to reach new customers or clients. Our audience is not the kind to stick their heads in the sand during a crisis. They are fully engaged and more active than ever. Special advertising packages are available to you to help you not just recover, but thrive. Email my sales manager, Matthew, at freetalklive.com.
0: Hey, hey, we're the people, and monkeys say we people around. (laughs) You are in the right place for Free Talk Live, the live call-in radio show where you can talk about, well, whatever you want, take control of the airwaves. Our toll-free number is 855-450-FREE. That's 855-450-3733. You can also get us in our Discord call-in lines at discord.lrn.fm. We'll get to your calls and your thoughts here in moments. With you in the studio tonight, it's... It's Ian. And? Nobody. And I am the captain, the reverend captain, the reverend captain Kickass of all people. I got a few more
2: quotes from Donald Trump, if you want to hear him, too, about uh, what he intends to do with military members
0: in the streets. I do want to hear that, but first, I wanted to tell you that Freedom's Phoenix is a liberty-oriented news aggregation site. Do you want the newest and freshest stories and perspective on current events from those who value liberty? Well, freedomsphoenix.com has it. Their daily dispatch is the best way to stay up to date on science, technology, historical findings, liberty news, government overspending, and the rise of the police state. freedoms with an S, phoenix.com. That's freedomsphoenix.com. So please, Ian, regale us with more of the orange one's verbal gymnastics.
2: There's a story over at ABC News where uh, Donald Trump has said that he is putting the military into the streets, specifically of Washington D.C. And now, of course, the big question is: Can you know is in under uh, their system? Can they legally do that? And
0: since probably D.C. isn't technically right, a, a state, state. They probably don't have their own national guard to deploy, right? It's basically DC is
2: the the federal government, right? I mean, that is yeah. their their territory. They're like the Vatican whatever. of of the yeah. federal
0: U.S. federal so government. So
2: I I would guess Ooh. you could do that. That's why he does say that he could use the so called Insurrection Act from 1807 to put the military in the rest of the United States and right. uh, further. He says, quote, you have to, he told the nation's governors on a call on Monday, they need to, quote, dominate, unquote, over the ongoing situation of unrest and has related the situation to a military conflict, saying, quote, you have to dominate. If you don't dominate, you're wasting your time. They're going to run over you. You're going to look like a bunch of jerks. You have to dominate. At another, at another point, he says, quote, it is a war in a certain sense, and we're going to end it
1: fast, unquote.
2: Well, that's what they thought they were going to do with uh, Afghanistan, didn't they? Didn't they think they were going to end that fast?
1: Yeah, they thought (laughs) Iraq was going to be over fast, too. So it's not what they thought, it's what they said. Mm -hmm. Yes, right. What they thought was
0: probably what they actually did, which is to make these things carry on forever and ever at great cost to uh, all of the U.S. citizenry in the form of tax to pay for it all, and also the uh, mortgaging of the future amongst the unborn children. Trump
2: said further that the told the governors he's putting the Joint Chiefs Chairman Milley, his top military advisor, quote in charge, unquote, of the response to the domestic protests. However, he did not explain what he meant by putting Milley in charge. The press secretary did little to clarify Trump's meaning except to tell ABC's chief White House correspondent that the federal government would be deploying, quote, additional federal assets, unquote, and that Milley would play a role in a central command center to coordinate responses on the local level. She also sought to downplay his call for domination of the streets, saying that his interest in calling for the greater National Guard activation isn't to squelch protests, but for, to allow them to proceed peacefully. See, that's what... He's just there protecting
0: your right to protest. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Gee, thanks, Donald. As I feel so much yeah. safer now. As if
0: the military is going to escort the protesters...
1: I, you know, if, Yeah, they're going to pre- prevent the police from uh, from randomly tear-gassing the protesters. Is that what they're going to do? Yeah, I, I don't buy any of I that. I don't think that's what they're going to do.
0: Uh, let's do what we do here on Free Talk Live and go to your calls and your thoughts. Uh, Dave41 is calling on our Discord call-in line. Dave, you're on Free Talk Live.
13: Hmm. <clears throat> I'm sometimes also referred
0: to as Ridley. Hey, Mr. Ridley, how you doing? How's the report? Yeah,
13: been worse. Oh yeah, I got a huge backlog of uh, of um, you know police state material that I'm you know I'm trying to air a video a day, but it, oh, I really should be. probably— You are
2: loaded I with good pro- footage these days, Dave, over at uh, RidleyReport.com. I was watching some of your more recent uh, output last night. It was great.
11: Yeah, thanks. Well,
0: what's on your mind tonight, Dave? <clears throat> um,
13: well, uh, I was trying to think what I should do, you know, uh, in, in response to this um, unrest and the, the looting in particular. And I thought um, I think I'm going to schedule an open carry litter pickup.
1: What wow,
0: exactly cool. is an open carry litter pickup?
13: So, I uh, it's just what it says. There's not well much, not much elaboration needed. You just you know invite people in your neighborhood to strap on their firearms and come clean up the the sidewalks. And oh, uh, I see. So we've done this before, you know, and, you know, maybe 10 years ago or so, we did a few of them in Manchester and they got quite a bit of media attention and we got a lot of hits on the channel. That was our go to
1: uh, go to tactic in those days when open carriers were harassed and it pretty much put an end to the harassment of over open carriers. Mm. The police did not like it. And so they left us alone.
13: Yeah, but they got, you know, usually we would clean up the areas around their police station. (laughs) So, uh, (laughs) but yeah, this would send, I I just think this might send a nice message to, um, uh you know any aspiring looters in the <laughs> in town um but also help clean up the the uh the road and get some of us neighbors more f- familiar with each other yeah <clears throat> so uh yeah, we, we should be we should be doing something we, we say the military is not needed we should be doing something ourselves
0: i agree that's that's a great point what do you think happened to you know the folks who own these businesses that got looted i know that like in certain areas, uh, I got some, you know, word from the Seattle area that they're, you know, bordering up some businesses in advance of the protests. Uh, what do you think happened to the people protecting their own businesses, arming themselves and standing in front of their businesses, uh, to try and prevent some of this?
13: I bet a lot of them did pretty well and no one's going to hear about it, right? Because they just did it and the media doesn't like to talk about that too much. And, uh, it's just kind of like how you know if you think about it, how those FBI statistics that were covered up, that were determining that about a million Americans per year were using a firearm to stop a violent crime without hurting anyone. Yeah, and that they they covered up the statistics, uh, but they they came out and um, uh, it's the same way with um, with with the store owners, you know, using you know firearms to protect their their building. It's not that's not going to be the thing that makes the news usually.
0: Right. Right. All right, any final thoughts tonight, Dave?
13: I think I'll schedule it for either Thursday or Saturday. Uh, I haven't decided which uh, here in here in Winchester. So, you you know, a lot of people can't get here, but you guys can get here.
0: Yeah, hmm. let us know. Sounds like fun.
13: Yeah. All right.
0: All right, have a good night, Dave. Thanks for sure. the call. Uh, so that is a great idea, actually. I, I like Dave's idea. Um, there's, you know, the armed litter pickup open carry yep. thing yeah i mean it serves several purposes like you said that's that's a pretty good idea it'd be nice to get something like that going in multiple neighborhoods simultaneously you know mm. coordinate that somehow you know with other cities and other you know states even if possible that'd be a that'd be a win-win situation but uh, let's go to more of your calls and your thoughts we've got andrew calling from denver colorado andrew you are on free talk live what's on your mind tonight
14: Hey guys, uh, I was just calling in regards to you guys were you guys were speaking about when it's okay to uh, defend yourself against a police officer, and <clears throat> you know I can see both sides of what Ian's saying and you know what what uh nobody and Melanie and them were were saying.
1: Nobody's I mean, saying that.
14: As Right. Well, like as as, uh, as like as all those r- reports were saying and stuff, like they are declaring war on us, and their job is to constantly make war with the people. But on the, at the same time, I, I see where you're coming from, Ian. And uh, you know, I th- I mean, I'm actually reading the book you guys are talking about right now, the the greatest superstition. Oh, dude. Yeah. Uh,
0: nice. Great book.
14: Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. A lot of these people, they just they're under a delusion. They believe in that. Superstition of authority, and our main focus needs to be on changing their minds and getting rid of that delusion because we can never have a free society until most of us have, you know, gotten rid of that. Well delusion said. And I couldn't said, agree
0: more. Well, well said, Andrew. Thanks for the call tonight. 855 450 free. Like freedom. We've got more coming up. We are well into the third and final hour of tonight's live, free talk live, Monday night edition. Our toll-free number here is 855-450-FREE, like freedom. That's 855-450-3733. We'll go to your calls and your thoughts in moments. But first, I wanted to tell you about ForkFest 2020. It's happening. It is happening, and in fact, it it appears as if it is beginning to encompass, or at least uh, work in cooperation-ish with Porkfest? The Porcupine Freedom Festival? The Porcupine Freedom Festival. Yeah, so, which starts in three weeks, by the way. It's coming up quick as part of your dystopian summer. This might be the only event of its kind <laughs> that you are able to attend.
1: The Uh, utopian moment of the dystopian summer.
0: Correct. (laughs) An interesting perspective,
1: nobody. Thank you. Uh,
0: But you can join liberty-minded voluntarists, anarchists, and libertarians from June 29th, or what's the new date? Uh, June 22nd is the beginning of the Porcupine Freedom Festival. June 22nd until July
2: 5th. So for some For
0: ForkFest 2020.
2: Some people are going to go for the, the whole two weeks. They're yep. going to start on the 22nd. That's what we're going to do. Free Talk Live will be broadcasting for both weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, The Porcupine Freedom Festival ends on the 28th, and Fork Fest is the only festival that happens from the 29th through the 5th, but there's sort of like an extended Fork Fest that can start on the 22nd now because the Porcupine Freedom Festival has rolled back their efforts this year. They've had to, due to the various circumstances, right, right, right. Uh, they've had to slim down their event quite a bit and that means the campground is now open again as it once was during the porcupine mm-hmm. freedom festival where yes. you could just go and camp and not do the not por- participate Porkfest in thing, the stuff right yeah. um, if you wanted to and now that will be an option again
0: well and then Forkfest, nice. Forkfest itself is decentralized which means no one is in charge and that also means there's no ticket cost just reserve your camping RV site or motel room with Rogers campground for June 29th until July 5th where better to celebrate independence day ...than around other freedom-loving activists in the Shire. I can't think of anywhere else I would rather be. You can simply relax and go camping with other liberty lovers... ...or you can create whatever experience or event you'd like others to have. If you're planning an event for ForkFest, be sure to let others know in advance. You can connect with other ForkFesters via the unofficial Telegram chat or the ForkFest forum... Links to those are on the unofficial website, ForkFest.Party. That's ForkFest.Party. And in the spirit of letting others know in advance, it appears as if I may be planning something. I
2: was just about to ask you. I,
0: I'm not going to say what I it is. I thought you were up to something. There there are two other you people. You and uh, someone else who's uh, on the show. Myself and two other hosts. Uh huh. True, true, true. Uh, an occasional. We're attempting Trust. to do a thing. We're in a bit of a crunch for time. Yeah, three and weeks. So we're having to really, really, really work really hard and really bust our asses to mm-hmm. try and get something together. So I'm reluctant to say exactly what it is, but I mean, if you know me, you might have an idea. So <laughs> um, stay tuned for more of that when we get uh, closer, I'm sure. It's something I'll One, say it's something two, that
2: has been missing from the previous Fork Fests.
0: And not having been to one yeah. it would be a hell of a way for me to christen it, I think. There you go. Mm. So uh, I'm sure one of the three of us will spill the beans at some point. So let me just tease you with that tonight. And uh, we'll move right on into. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm the Reverend Captain Kickass, And yes, you are. I'm Ian. And you are. I'm nobody. And we are your hosts tonight. Let's go right back to your calls and your thoughts, shall we? How about uh, Dave from Jackson, Michigan, listening on WKHM? Dave, what's on your mind? Hello?
15: Checking in from Jackson, Michigan. Hey,
0: Dave.
2: Now hey, is it the
15: illustrious Reverend, or how do you well, need to be? Inter- uh, uh,
0: <laughs> if I get my honorary doctorate, then I would be the Doctor Reverend Captain Kickass. <laughs> so I'm just waiting on somebody to bestow an honorary doctorate on me, so I can claim that.
15: Hmm. And then just, just Ian.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's
15: Update Jackson, Michigan. I don't see any uh military tanks heading south down Lansing Avenue okay, into Jackson, Michigan. Are Yet they all heading north? <laughs> I may
0: be. <laughs> I
2: expect that if military tanks do show up, they will likely be targeting Detroit before any other city in Michigan.
1: I would and, say Flint oh would be high on that and, list and too, that's the, might even maybe mm-hmm. even before And that's uh Detroit that's tanks you get. That's
15: our damn road Fix our damn roads is what Whitmer campaigned on. <laughs> oh, yeah, really? Come down Lansing Ave right now; they're already rough. it uh, will turn them into gravel. Sure will. <laughs> but there's nothing major. There was about 400 people in in Jackson mm-hmm. in front of the police station. I took photographs. Seemed to be peaceful. I've been in contact with a lot of people. I don't Facebook and any of that. I'm too old for that. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't. I don't understand how to operate it. But yeah. Nothing major so far, okay. although it's just getting dark here. Yeah, that was true now, here in New Hampshire. Fuel it, weekend. Up, fuel it up with drugs, alcohol, and being mad in general is a triple triple effect in Michigan. Mm. The damn failures in Midland. Of course this thing called COVID corona crockpot.
1: <laughs> a virus yeah the panic pandemic and
15: governor and governor whitmer now starting to rescind one over 100 executive orders now she's starting to rescind some of those you know why she's running out of money and backbone
2: oh well yeah. how is she running out of money i mean she's in the government they well, can just tax and people she's a politician a tax so coffers,
15: like, the tax coffers the state of michigan and all the other public entities, including townships and small villages, mm-hmm. don't have the dough. Really? Well Where's they the the shut down revenue?
1: the economy, so they killed the goose which right. laid yeah. the golden egg. When do are property tax
2: yeah. when do property tax bills come out there? Is it once or twice a year?
15: In the city of Jackson's twice. twice. Winter and summer.
2: Okay. So have they hit yet? Have, have they come out one. for summer?
15: I don't own a residence in the city. I see. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because so so that's going to be the big what?
2: question is uh, when the property tax bills come out, how many people are going to uh, not I pay?
15: Mm. I know. I know. Forget about all the credit card debt and all that. Right. And here's what they are going to underestimate that so far to, because it's not that bad. They want to get reelected, mm-hmm. although the Jackson City Council is supposed to be nonpartisan, it's partisan. Oh, yeah. Well, I, mayor, was,
0: I was questioning whether or not uh, your illustrious leader there actually had a spine, being she's a politician. Mm. Oh, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, David, any Thanks final thoughts? Update, man.
15: Yeah, yeah. Um, let's pray. Let's try to talk it out. Look at – a friend of mine involved in this. Look at H.R. Bill 40. Uh-huh which is, it's a United States Congress. And it has to do do with at least talking about reparations. I'm not totally in favor of it. Reparations to who? But we, that's the whole question. We gotta start talking about it because reparations for what? That's my question. Wait a minute, 40 acres and a mule, 40 acres and a mule. No, this is 2020. Well,
1: there was, there is one still living organization that contributed to 400 years of uh, abuse of black folks, and that's the federal government. So I wouldn't say that they don't owe any fe- reparations.
0: Thank you for the call tonight, David. Have a good night. Yeah, but they pay from our dollars, not theirs. We've got more Free Talk Live coming up. Do you want more businesses accepting Bitcoin
2: Cash and Dash? Now with AnyPay, you earn passive income for every purchase at those businesses. Finally, a financial incentive to spread Bitcoin Cash and Dash. You made it happen, so you receive the rewards. Download the AnyPay Cash Register app and add your cryptocurrency wallet addresses. Then, install it at a real-life business and tell us what you did at AnyPayInc.com. (laughs) AnyPayInc.com
0: How many tough guys does it take to change a light bulb none because tough guys aren't afraid of the dark <laughs>
1: how yes. many cops does it take to change a light bulb i don't know none they just beat the room for being black <laughs> 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 yes
0: it is free talk live our toll free number here is 855-450-3733 that's 855-450-free like freedom And uh, we have been talking about all sorts of fun things, like the National Guard being rolled out. We've talked about... Quick,
1: somebody panic!
0: Yes, we've talked about the United States of Hysteria, or the UNH, as I like to call it. Uh, But we've only really sort of breezed over that. Uh, We've talked about when is it okay to shoot a cop, if ever. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've had lots of calls about that. Uh, and we have more of your calls and your thoughts coming up but before we go there
1: see to I me would that's like such to... a simple question you have a right to shoot a cop in defense exactly when you'd have a right to shoot anybody else in defense Correct. they ain't special right badges don't grant extra rights absolutely and uh i wanted to take a
0: minute just to say thank you to chris r he is a silver amplifier and this also says a blogger. Is that right on the bottom here? Uh, yeah. Is this, like, uh, is this Chris the oh, host? Oh, that's Chris Reitman, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh. Well, Chris, I mean, not only is he a blogger and a co host sometimes, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, but he is also an amplifier. That is really awesome. Uh, He's been really busy uh, launching a convenience store here in the area. Yeah, I was going to say, he's a businessman. Isn't that convenient? (laughs) Yeah, well, it will be. What a convenient (laughs) excuse. Right now it's a big hassle. (laughs) Right. But a convenient excuse, right? Well, uh, we thank him for being a silver amplifier. If you don't know what an amplifier is, I will tell you, if you enjoy this program, you like the content, you find us hilarious, you find us compelling, you find us uh, awkward, you find us horrific. Whatever it is, if you're listening to us and you enjoy what we're doing, uh, you can help us get on more radio stations by becoming an amplifier. Just visit amp.freetalklive.com. We only ask for five bucks a month. Uh, The money goes directly to getting us on more stations. Uh, So you know that uh, I I think it's a really good use of your liberty dollar if you're into giving to charities and things of that nature. Uh, I think it is a really good use to spread the message of liberty. Uh, you can learn more about that at amp.freetalklive.com. dot com. So, thank you, Chris.
1: Also, if you've got Liberty dollars, I'm buying silver. Oh, the actual Liberty dollars. Really? Oh, yeah, mm, I love those
0: things. Yes, those are nice. Uh, you know, I, I haven't heard anything about Nod House in a long time.
1: He's um,
2: basically retired. I mean,
1: yeah, they his destroyed son his business. is working on Liberty Dollar Two. Um, no,
2: little. Li- I don't know if it's called Liberty Dollar Two. Is
1: it? I I don't know what it's called, but it's, it's like a silver-backed sort of crypto coin, basically. Yeah, yeah.
0: All right. Well, let's uh, do what we do here at Free Talk Live. Go to your calls and your thoughts. Let's go to Connie in Huntsville, Alabama, listening on twelve fifty. Connie, you're on Free Talk Live.
6: Thank you. I would just like to say I don't approve of what happened with the the gentleman that was killed. However, I do not approve of the behavior of the mass people out there. That are attacking their own cities. Where is the responsible, positive black people? Maybe you could say, "What about Martin Luther King? He didn't act like that. That's not respectful to him." Or didn't to the they whack men. him? Yes, they did.
4: There's plenty yeah. of
2: responsible black people. I mean, the the people who are protesting, not all of them are rioters. You know, you understand that. I right? know
6: Antifa's a-, a lot of it. They, I mean, I don't know. I just can't believe it. I, yeah, I
2: mean, the guy who smashed the window at AutoZone was a, a white guy and allegedly well, a police officer. So, I mean, you don't, uh, there was a video I saw of black people trying to stop a white person. That's good. From, I, love uh, so, I love it. I love it. So, but, yeah, let's not, let's not uh, you know, talk about people in groups because it's not fair.
6: Well, I mean, let's just say you should protest with respect for yourself, mm-hmm. for everybody else. No, no violence. You cannot accomplish anything really good out of all this violence.
4: I mean that's
0: that's true Connie. The thing about people is human beings are barely just not apes and I don't know if you've ever seen an angry ape uh, but you know when when people get angry they do things that they wouldn't otherwise do uh, and so do you know animals in the wild and so
6: Maybe they feel helpless. That's how I feel right now. Oh, you know that they do.
1: Well, certainly. I mean, imagine living under a regime of people who kill you with impunity, who suffer no consequences when they murder you. I mean, how angry are you going to get How angry are you going to get after the first murder? How angry are you going to get after the hundredth murder? How angry are you going to get after the thousandth murder? And And
6: that's what you have to ask When all those people, people here in America do have the right to peacefully protest. Yes, they do. But that doesn't mean you should be robbing people no matter what color you are what color they are agreed
2: no one should be out there robbing anybody Uh, the uh, the looting is completely unacceptable and it is not helping their cause um, no
6: it's not be responsible like martin luther king gandhi do mm. it with peaceful and look what they accomplished where are the people out there that that We need some good leaders right now. Well, I think
2: the best example is what they did to the Minneapolis third precinct, where they surrounded the precinct, and they peacefully ran those cops right out of there, and then they peacefully (laughs)
1: set the place on fire.
6: Um, No, I don't believe in arson. That's wrong. Well, I don't believe in
1: arson, but this is a criminal gang that is out there killing them and they actually had the mercy not to kill the people but to just kill the buildings so i thought that was a pretty uh that was the best move they could have made uh, uh, yeah (laughs) any Um, any final
0: thoughts connie
6: i just wish that we could all come together the people the powers that be like the new world order they want civil unrest Mm -hmm. don't fall for it
1: that's good well, advice, Scotty. Thanks they could for get anything else. I I would like I, to see everybody uh, everybody coming together. Not gonna happen. Um, the only it's certainly not gonna happen while well some of us are getting you know murdered by by the police. Uh, I just want to be
0: very very careful about. I know the media wants to spin this as a racist thing, and it's not. This is not a racist thing. Everybody sees the white cop kneeling on the black guy's neck, and they're, oh, mm-hmm. this is racism. Okay, I get that you're seeing it from that perspective, but it's the state versus not the state, right? Everybody else, right? We mm-hmm. Duncan Limp, right? He was yeah. asleep. He was asleep in his bed with his wife next to him or his pregnant girlfriend next to him. Mm-hmm. He didn't have a chance to do anything. And he was white. And he was yeah. white. Right. So it's not this Shot is not. Death. Yeah, this is not a, a racist thing. This is a statist thing. Statists continually murder the regular people who just want to go about and peacefully live their lives. So I want to be very, very careful that we make the point that it this is not mm. necessarily a racist thing.
1: I, I think it's a mixture of things. If you if you. You look at it, you're going to see this happening to black folks and minorities a lot more frequently. And I do think that the American police and forces are heavily infiltrated by the KKK and by just unorganized racists. I think if you're a racist in America, there's a strong incentive to become a cop. Just like if you're yeah. a uh, if you're a psycho killer, there's a lot of incentive to become a cop.
0: Well, we do know that uh, the police have before and probably will again recruited specifically from you know these uh, Nazi type organizations where Mm -hmm. you know there are obvious racists and that kind of a thing so yeah I absolutely agree with you that you know racism can be a component of this
1: but it's not a non-factor but it's not the whole thing right
0: the larger picture is the state against you
1: yes what do you think do you think this is completely
0: racist or is it a statist problem? Your calls and your thoughts are welcome at 855-450-FREE, and we'll have more of that coming up. This is the live Monday night edition of Free Talk Live. Welcome back to the final segment of the live Monday night edition of Free Talk Live. Our toll-free number is irrelevant at this point. We have several calls holding, and so we will go right directly into your calls and your thoughts right after I tell you that I'm your host, the Reverend Captain Kickass, and joining me is... It's Ian.
1: And nobody. All right. And uh, let's just go ahead... The and... phone number is irrelevant. Calling <laughs> in is futile. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Let's go to the Christian anarchist on our amp only call-in line. You're on
11: the air. Hey, I'd like to look at slavery in a little bit of a logical sense and try to distance ourselves from the emotion.
0: Okay, because... so first of all, I just want to I just want to clarify what you're talking about slavery because in my opinion, we still have slavery. It's just that, you know, we're like free range slaves now, as opposed to, you know, previously it was chattel slavery, right?
11: Yeah, I agree. Uh, we're all, we're all just on a bigger plantation right now, but I'm talking specifically about this uh, thing with the racial divide in this country and the thing about slavery. Now we haven't had slavery in a, over 150 years mm-hmm. and that's a pretty long time. And, the point I'm trying to make is that slavery is a dirty part of history and it was practiced pretty much everywhere in the world, including Africa. Correct. So for us to stand here today in the 21st century and try to make all these things uh, about something that happened 150 years ago is just totally illogical. Now, uh, slavery still exists in the world in some places, like I I understand Northern Africa and the somewhere in uh in some of those uh and
1: Middle every Eastern jail
11: countries. in America. And every jail, but I'm talking about regular chattel slavery. Mm-hmm. Um and believe it or not, my wife's grandmother was a slave in the 19, in the twentieth century, in the nineteen hundreds. My wife's grandmother was a slave in China. Now, China wow. practiced slavery up until like 1920 or somewhere in that way, mm-hmm. uh, somewhere in that neighborhood. So her grandmother was an actual slave sold from one family to another, but it was Chinese people enslaving other Chinese people. So, this idea of uh, some kind of reparations or, you know, we've got to do something about what happened 150 years ago needs to be put aside. We need to start thinking about today what we can do to make things better and how we can move on from here. Now, well, the persecution
1: of black folks in America, though, didn't end with slavery. No. It's still going on, they're still being killed in the streets. By uniformed police, and nothing happens to those cops nine times out of ten, <laughs> takes a, which takes means riot that the murders are officially mm-hmm. approved. And I think, and, you know, I think if it was just slavery ended and that was the end of it, that would have been the end of it. And if the government but ends, the murders and that's the end of still it. go on.
2: If the government ends and that's the end of it, then great, that will be the, the solution.
1: Uh, yeah, yes, I mean, I would be personally, I think the federal government owes every American reparations because it's taken freedom from every American.
11: Yeah. And government oppression is different than slavery. So we need to stop. You know, I would like to see the conversation directed away from slavery and towards liberty. That's really the answer. We need to talk about how everybody can be free.
0: That's a great, and great, great call there,
11: there was a young man, only 21 years. His name was Duncan Limp, and he was not black. Nope. And he was shot by the cops in his sleep uh, at 5 a.m. or whatever with a SWAT team raid over mm-hmm. some stupid thing. Yep. And the, all of these things, we need to realize mm-hmm. it isn't just about race. It's about oppression, governmental oppression over the people. Couldn't
0: agree with and, you more, Gene. I appreciate the call tonight. <laughs> Uh, that Gene's got good points and of course we, yeah. we talked about uh, Duncan Lemp a little bit earlier in the program today uh and I can't say his name enough really you know I mean he was also mm. killed murdered by police in his sleep in his own house they didn't even do like a bust in the door and you know sh- that way they just started firing on the house so uh it is a state problem it is a problem of violence uh, there is a racial component to it nobody mm. can deny that I no, I can't. Okay. I was just checking. <laughs> uh, let's move on to more of your calls and your thoughts. I want to talk to Jim from Ocala, Florida. Uh, it says you're listening on WOCA. Jim, you're on Free Talk Live.
16: Yes. Good evening. Um, uh, in 1957, mm-hmm. President Eisenhower sent elements of the 101st Airborne Infantry to Little Rock, Arkansas. Really? To uh, uh, enforce the integration of Little Rock Central High School. Mm-hmm. Oh, because
0: you're talking about the, oh the the racial integration, right? Yeah. Pr- prior race, to that, because it, the governor it was had called out
16: the national guard to keep the black folks out, and so Eisenhower sent the uh, 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 the big boys in to uh, let the black folks attend.
0: So is that the first time that you can recall, or the only time that you can recall? Maybe in his lifetime, but they probably did it. Yeah, in
16: in my lifetime. Previous Uh, generations. uh, uh, Washington, D.C. is a whole different uh, uh, ball of wax. um, You know, there was the bonus march in the 1930s when Hoover called out the First Army. And uh, And wasn't
2: that where they shot uh, former military members? Yes. Veterans? Wow. Veterans who were demanding the benefits they were promised had come to yes. D.C. to protest and exactly. were shot upon.
1: Although they were demanding those benefits be accelerated, as I recall, so yes. it, they weren't they weren't looking to have them paid as agreed. They wanted mm-hmm. to have them paid early because of the Great Depression, possibly.
16: That yeah, that's yeah. pretty much the, the story. Yeah. But All
1: regardless, right. they were shot at by Yeah, uh, they were definitely <laughs> shot at by, by US military. military.
0: I appreciate you calling in and sharing. Jim, did you have any final thoughts? Um uh,
16: uh, and uh um the uh the, Doesn't sound the like riots it. during <laughs> the during nineteen seventy at the Pentagon. Yep. Uh saw United States troop, uh troops called out to defend the Pentagon. I don't believe anybody was fired on, uh, they just prevented the uh the rioters from breaking into the into the Pentagon. So another hmm. case
0: of them protecting the government instead of protecting the citizenry. I get it. Yeah, appreciate the call tonight, Jim. All right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, the more I look at the state, the more it becomes super obvious that it is. Uh, And all, you know, a harbinger of all things evil. It brings death and destruction. It's good at only a few things. And that is uh, taking lives and taking money, generally speaking.
1: Mm. The only things government delivers reliably are corpses and poverty.
0: Uh, Let's go to Brittany calling from Palmer, Massachusetts, uh, listening to us on freetalklive.com. Brittany. Hello. Brittany going once. You're on the air.
9: Hey, how's it going? Hey, good. What's good. How mind? are you? What's on your mind tonight? So, I think that race is kind of a cover for what's actually going on, as are many things. I think that this is basically a long ploy to enact martial law, mm. and that people were very much targeted, like different organizations were targeted, anarchists were targeted in that speech, because I'm assuming that you're talking about the speech. Yeah. Um. Did you hear the presidential address?
0: I did not hear. I try not to was it listen the one to we politicians. T- we,
2: we did mention one where he was talking about bringing the military into the streets of D.C. and threatening to bring them into the other cities. Is that the one you're referring to? Uh, the
9: one that happened live like a half hour
2: ago. Oh, what uh, happened? G- we, give us a brief summary. Yes, please.
9: he said...
2: Quickly, we have like a minute. He
9: said that he's urging all governors to uh, deploy... Um, the freaking what do they call it? National, National Guard. Guard. National Guard. They, and that also said that he's uh, immediately enacting a 7 o'clock curfew. Nationally. He's enacting what? A curfew. Nationally? Yeah.
2: Really? From what
9: I, from what I understood. And oh, if people do not comply, it will be strictly reinforced and he will deploy the military. And currently <laughs> he's sending out tens of thousands of heavily armed people to basically go stop what's going
2: on. Okay, so, so that's what we talked about earlier tonight. Except I didn't hear anything about a national curfew. Yep. Right, right. So I mean, that's we did read some of those those quotes about him deploying thousands of thousands of troops into D.C. Uh, to mm. start with, and then threatening to deploy them into the other cities if the governors do not quote dominate uh good enough yeah. so I, i'm gonna question I the claim yeah. of the national curfew but otherwise uh, that's that's what we would thanks talk for about. the call tonight Brittany.
0: we do appreciate mm-hmm. it uh, we are out of time but remember we are here seven days a week from 7 p.m until 10 p.m eastern time if you missed any of our show you can get our archives at freetalklive.com or your favorite podcaster or out at soundcloud uh and uh, seven nights a week you can call in have a good night
17: attention gardeners if you need to grow nutritionally dense vegetables or medicinal herbs this year listen because a bioactive superfood for plants is now available this all-natural superfood for plants is so effective at producing maximum plant growth in minimum time that it almost forces plants to grow even under the worst light and soil conditions it's called proto-grow and it's truly remarkable vegetables grow faster and contain more bioavailable vitamins and trace minerals plants that rarely bloom will flower constantly sickly plants become vibrantly alive Medic- Herbs become super potent. Flowers become more vivid right before your very eyes. ProtoGrow also improves the taste quality of all your garden vegetables. That's because it's more than just an all natural superfood for plants. It's a proprietary blend of bioactive sea nutrients that contain the basic building blocks of life itself, which is why ProtoGrow even renews your garden by increasing the microorganisms in the soil. Learn more at GrowLikeCrazy.com. That's GrowLikeCrazy.com. Get special pricing for network listeners right now at GrowLikeCrazy.com.